0: fashion insider friends. What is up? This is the fashion crimes podcast where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style, inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes. I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Is the 1980s color assessment, is it back? Is image consulting back in, along with double-breasted suits? giant shoulder pads and terrible, terrible perms. It's certainly looking that way these days as digital color analysis is all the rage. The hottest thing on TikTok right now, WWD, which stands for Women's Wear Daily, is a fashion and retail periodical that used to be a physical newspaper that came out every day. But now they're just online and they asked me my opinion about it and if I thought it was worth buying into. Before you form your opinion, let's talk about what it is so you get a better understanding. For those of you who didn't grow up in the 70s and 80s, Carol Jackson, who was a color consultant over 40 years ago, she wrote a book called Color Me Beautiful back in the 1970s. So someone could take color tests and hold swatches up to their face to see if their skin looked better in cool or warmer tones. This was used for clothing in addition to makeup colors. It was all the rage until it wasn't. It books sold like millions and millions of copies. Why did it fall from its popularity? Maybe it was the 1980s punk rocker movement that gave people permission to rebel against mainstream clothing choices, or maybe it was the rise of fast fashion. Who knows? But according to the fashion cycle, which goes up and down every 30 years, it's right on time to come back for this younger generation who's hearing about it for the very first time. Do I love it? Do I hate it? That's what we're discussing here today on the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Don't know how your day can get any better. Flying off the printing press at Amazon Books is Stop Making These Fashion Mistakes by yours truly. Is your image holding you back? This captivating and quick style guide, you can instantly break the cycle of feeling like you look just okay and good enough to feeling proportionate, empowered, and self-confident. It describes in detail the top fashion and style mistakes that people make without even knowing it. While learning these short style principles, you will soon understand why keeping your closet out of chaos, wearing the correct fitting undergarments, And dressing according to your lifestyle, age, and body type can do nothing but evolve your personal style. Getting dressed is something that should add joy and confidence to your everyday life, not bring you down. You too can have complete control over the message you're sending to the world by using style as a tool to get you ahead in life. Not every day is going to be a home run, but you do have the option to opt in and dress the way that makes you feel like authentically you. This book is the first step in your style evolution to get unstuck. I can't think of a better way to make your outside match your inside with Stop Making These Fashion Mistakes. Get your copy now on Amazon.com. Just type in Holly Katz book or stop making these fashion mistakes and it will come up for you. It's about a 15-minute read and makes a great gift. Let's be honest. Shout out to Melissa this week who wrote in and told me she just bought her copy. Super grateful to her fashion bestie, Melissa. In researching this on TikTok, it really was just shocking on how many people are buying into this. However, it is all the rage. There are several different websites and apps that can test your skin, hair, and eye colors and tell you that you are supposed to look for colors in clothing and makeup that follow whatever color palette AI tells you to. Now, is this the worst thing in the world for someone to do? No. But is it necessary or essential for someone to do this to evolve their style? Certainly not. Does this make shopping easier, faster, and more streamlined for somebody? Hell no. Sorry, not sorry. Is it fun and maybe interesting to see and try out different colors on a color palette? Sure, I'll give you that. Do I think it's a waste of time? I think it can be if you are really relying on this to direct your shopping choices and tell you what to do. But I do not disagree on finding colors that work for your skin type for makeup. The reason why this is so confusing is that people already don't know how to shop. They're already clueless, they don't know what looks good on them, what they should get, what they shouldn't get, how much they should be spending and how long they should be wearing their clothes. Now they think they have to stick to only certain colors. This makes shopping a lot more difficult. This to me is teaching people that they can wear certain colors that look best on them and other colors that don't look good on them, you should stay away from, which just isn't true. So in my research, I signed up for one of these color trending apps to go through what it would be like if I wanted to do one of these apps. This one I used was called Style DNA. It's $25 for three months. I pay the $25 to see what you really get for this price. I'm going to be giving commentary throughout each step because I want you to know what this particular app will do for you if you indeed sign up. So for Style DNA, it asks, what's your main style goal? And it gives you some choices to learn to complement my natural beauty, that you want to play it safe, you want to dress for success, you want to stand out from the crowd, or do you want to shop smart and buy less? To learn to compliment my natural beauty, what does this even mean? That you want to dress conservative, that you want to play it safe, that you aren't willing to take any risks, that you don't want to try that hard? What does that mean? Choice number two, to dress for success. Okay, does that mean for work only? With the demise of the American dress code over COVID and the new, and I'm using air quotes here, comfort standard that the world have adopted, how do you know that these choices that they supply you with will actually be appropriate for your specific body type and industry? There's going to be more on the dress code later in this show. Choice number three, to stand up from the crowd. Okay, does that mean edgy? Does that mean Clothes that are more expensive, again, this is all subjective. To shop smart and buy less, this is a dangerous thing to say to anyone who is struggling with their style. Of course, people who hate to shop and don't enjoy it and have no idea what looks good on them or what to wear, of course, they want to spend the least amount of money as possible. Of course, they do. Everyone wants a no-fuss, super inexpensive wardrobe with less clothing to choose from so it's not that fucking hard. This option will probably show you a bunch of cheap clothes that really remind me of those subscription box services. One in particular that I'm thinking of, and all that really does is just slap a band-aid on your terrible style. I think this is so misleading to people who really are beginners and have no clue what to do. Like, seriously, like you open the box and the note should say, here, wear these shitty cheap clothes and you'll look a whole lot better. I mean, like, no, girl, just no. If you open the box and pull out a dress and put it on, do you like it? You don't know. Does it fit? You aren't quite sure. Is this something that works for your age, industry, lifestyle, and body type? You have no idea. And you know what? That's okay. Just cancel. Cancel the subscription boxes. I beg you. And let's talk about those subscription boxes for a minute. First and foremost, let's be honest. This is a fashion crime. <coughs> Only when I thought it was this giant company that does it, I worked with somebody who was very, very petite, and she was ordering petite-style boxes. Fashion crime. You absolutely cannot, should not ever, in this lifetime on this planet, while there is still breath in my body under any circumstance, entrust your style to a robot that asks you 10 questions and a, I'm using air quotes here, stylist who works in a warehouse that picks out clothing for you in about 30 seconds from thousands of low-priced, low-quality items that they stock in their gigantic warehouse. And magically, you never have to think about what you're wearing or if it's relevant to your lifestyle. It doesn't work like that. You have to do the work. This is why the common thread with my specific clients is that A, they don't know what to do. B, they're not sure how to do it. and c). They struggle with body image and self-esteem. Sorry, this is something a robot or AI technology cannot fix. Here's the next set of questions. How do you want style DNA to elevate your style? Here are your choices. Show me my color palette and create my style guide. Okay, this is where they show you which colors look best on you. Not saying that the colors aren't accurate, but it doesn't mean they are the only colors you can wear. Choice number two, help me decide if an item of clothing suits me or not. I mean, this choice, that's stupid. It's comical. Again, you don't know. You're having a robot tell you if it looks good on you or not. Choice three, mix and match items I already own to create brand new looks. Now, this is something that is very time consuming, but can work if you are willing to put in the work. This is where you take pictures of your clothing, upload, and they give you suggestions of other items that you can purchase to go with that quote said item. Again, when you take a picture of something and upload it, you do have the option to see your piece with other pieces that maybe you haven't thought of. However, this could be super detailed and helpful, but only if you're willing to take pictures of everything you own. If you're willing to do this, you might as well go to the mall and get someone to help you in person who you can show you what to wear with that certain item. I had a hoodie jacket. It was a crop jacket. I laid it on the ground. I took a picture of it, and it gave me different clothing options and groupings together of things that I could purchase. I did think that was helpful, but again, you have to take pictures of clothes that you own already, not even knowing if those clothes are good for you or bad for you. Not a good idea. The next choice, create new and unique looks from brands that I love to enhance my personal style. Okay, creating new looks, yes. Giving suggestions, yes. This makes sense for the customer who already knows what works for them and maybe people who are open to trying things and new designers, okay, yes. The next question, tell us about your shopping experience. Basically, choice number one, do you like what you buy or do you have a hard time finding clothes that you like? I think that's redundant. I would think somebody would use this app would be somebody who doesn't enjoy shopping. That would be somebody who would sign up for this. Then it goes on to ask, which brands do you want to see recommendations from? Fast fashion, premium brands, luxury labels, or a mix of fast and designer? Which departments do you shop in, men or women? That is a valid question, but what if you're gender fluid? What if you like both? How is that gonna help you? Then it says, how well do you know your style? And here are the choices. I'm guessing you don't know your style. I know what colors make me look fresh and make my skin glow. I know what prints that fit and complement my body. I'm not entirely sure, but I can't wait to find out. Or I'm a professional stylist. Okay, that's weird. So how well do you know your style? If you're going to use this, you probably don't know your style is my point. Again, why would you be on this app if you knew the answers to those questions? I'm just saying. Then it goes on to ask, what size are you, plus or standard? Standard sizing is zero to 12, plus is 14 and up. What if you're both? What if you're a size 14 on the top and you're a 10 on the bottom? What if you're a 10 on the top and you're a 16 on the bottom? What if you're both? Is it going to be accurate? Then it says, On what occasions do you have difficulties getting dressed? I would rephrase this to where do you struggle the least when getting dressed? Work or weekend? Casual or formal? So the choices they give you, what occasions do you have difficulties getting dressed? Daily casual, coffee date, or special events? What does that even mean? What do you wear on a coffee date? Does that mean a play date? Does that mean kicking around town? What does that mean? Then it says, do you have clothes in your wardrobe that you don't know how to style? Bitch, yes. That's stupid. Okay. Yes, you do. Why else would you be on this app? Then it asks, which body type best characterizes your shape? So in my opinion, this is never a good question. It's where you carry the majority of your weight. What if you're two different sizes on the top and the bottom? What if you have no curves? Then it asks your height, age, gives you the plan options. You can sign up for... 12 weeks, half a year, or 12 months. Then you go to the section where it says discover your unique color and style type. So, you know, you're already 20 minutes into this app by the time you get here. Then it takes a selfie of you. It analyzes the picture in 10 seconds and was like, oh, you're a true autumn. Now I've read and researched that some like 70% of people that try to do their colors, and I'm using air quotes, they say they're an autumn. So is that accurate? Don't really know. Then it goes to explain what that is. Color analysis reveals the best colors and shades to suit your skin tone and features. Understanding the colors that work best for you is essential to develop your personal style and confidence. This is coming straight from their information page. Wearing colors that harmonize with your skin tone will make you look healthier, giving you a natural glow and sparkling eyes. And when you know you look good, you feel amazing. Okay, that's probably true. Then it breaks down undertone. This is a dominant color underneath your skin from cold to warm. Then it has this bar that goes from blue to gold, and it has me like kind of in the middle. The intensity, this is the saturation of the color from the strong and bright to soft and muted. So it has the bright red On one end to a darker red. Again, it has me kind of in the middle. Is that accurate? I really don't know. Then it talks about the value of the color. This tells us how light or dark the coloring is. Then it has a bar again, a very pale green to a very dark green. And it has me more at the beginning of this bar. Then it says our color analysis reveals you have warm undertones and there is little contrast between your skin, hair, and eyes like the changing leaves in the trees. (laughs) Okay, girl, you embody the depth and warmth of the season itself. Your most flattering colors, okay, sit down for this, are rich and earthy with a muted feel, okay? Now, understand that all colors they have suggested for me, specifically, are army green, khaki, and some other earth tones like terracotta, and some lighter browns. I mean, I can't think of colors I don't wear more than army green. I have never been drawn to army green, nor do I ever wear army green. Then it goes on to say that we have developed two color palettes for you. The color palette works best for people with similar color tones to yours. The individual palette is based on the color tones of your appearance. This palette can include Three dominant colors that are picked up from your eyes, skin, lips, and hair. Clothing of these color tones will always look great on you when choosing an item to wear or shopping for a new outfit. Is that true? I can't confirm or deny. Use your personal palette to pick top dresses and accessories in the right shades and tones. I mean, I'm like sweating from going through all this and trying to get all this information. Is this accurate? I really can't say that it is. I can't say that it's way off. But for a digital picture, this is just what AI is spitting out. Is it a guideline? Sure. But I just think for makeup, I do think this could be accurate all day long. For clothing, Uh, not so much. It just goes back again. You just can't cut corners. You can't skip over steps like body type, your age, your industry, your lifestyle, what you feel good in, what you're wearing now, and what's not working for you. You just can't skip all that and try to get all these answers in one app. And after this step, it says, this is where I could hit a certain color. Kind of like when you pick a font color on your computer, it gives you all the color squares. You can click on one of them and then you can shop thousands of stores according to that specific color. Is it cool? Yeah, that's kind of cool. If I love color X, And I want to click on that box and I want an entire wardrobe in that color. Sure, this could be helpful. However, we don't shop for color, fashion besties. We don't do that. We shop for fit. I just can't scream it from the mountaintop enough. Should you try this? If you want to, do you have an extra 45 minutes in your schedule to kill? Probably not. If you're 12 years old and you think this is cool, do you have time? Sure, you can mess around with this. But again, We cannot skirt over the details. It'll just land us back at number one. You'll get a bunch of things and a bunch of colors in clothes that you don't know if they really fit you or not. For some, sure, this could be great. If you love to be on your phone excessively, if you want to stay within your certain color palette, great. To me, it just seems like a lot of extra work without really getting to the root of your style issues. As I always say. It's never about the clothes. It's just the way it's coming out. It's about something bigger and deeper that's holding you back. Now, here's the truth, Fashion Besties. I'm going to give it to you straight. No app, just subscription box, or drive-through window will help you be a better shopper, help you understand what looks best on you, or help you realize what your style potential is. You have to figure out the who, what, when, where, why of you. You have to know your body type. There is no quick fix or band-aid that you can do to help you dress authentically unless you know authentically who you are and the message you want to convey to the world through your style. Sure, it could get you through a quick event if necessary, but I certainly don't recommend using a color palette to help guide your style choices. Yes, there will be colors that look better on you than others. Of course, there will be. That's a given. But it doesn't mean you have to limit yourself in your color choices. You can wear whatever color you want. Trust me, you just need to ask a person for help, whether it's me, another stylist, or someone who works in a retail store. Also, disclaimer, the colors on your computer screen and your phone are not going to be accurate. They might be close to something you see in a store or close to something you see on a style website but it might look completely different when you get it. You just don't know. You just have to roll the dice if this is something that you want to try, but I do not recommend it. Now, I want to circle back when we talked about the breakdown of the American workforce dress code, the demise of the American workforce dress code, which has been in the news as of late with the change of the required dress code rules in the Senate with Democratic Senator John. Fetterman of Pennsylvania leading the fashion crime parade as he was photographed on the Senate floor in his hoodie and gym shorts attire on Capitol Hill in September. So this was on the open thread section of the New York Times, which is the fashion section. What senators wear to work is certainly not top of mind in fashion news, but let's be honest, okay? I mean, when am I ever not honest? This dude, I don't know if y'all follow politics or if you care who's in the Senate, but this guy made national news because this guy, he's fucking six, eight. Do you know how tall that is? I mean, what he wears is going to be noticed as he's like already giving me fucking lurch vibes from the Adams family. I just don't understand what he's trying to prove by wearing some sweaty shit to work. Okay. Fashion crime. I mean, he just looks like an asshole. Sorry, Chuck Schumer is the one who obviously is the one to loosen the reins of the dress code, which honestly, I'm certainly not opposed to. I get it. However, not wearing a tie, that's one thing. Sure, I'll give you that. I can totally see this being optional. Wear a tie, don't wear a tie. But wearing cool, updated sneakers on Capitol Hill, sure, I'll give you that. All day long, you're running around all fucking day. You should wear sneakers if you want. But pants? I'd like to quote Vanessa Friedman of the Open Thread style section of the New York Times when she said, "Senator Mike Lee, and I quote, Senator Mike Lee, Republican of Utah, who was also very disdainful of the change in the rules, said and I quote, it's just not that hard to wear a jacket and tie." He wrote on social media, adding that, "quote, pants are a must, not Optional, unquote. (laughs) Like, are you fucking serious right now? And here's the ass kicker to me. If a woman in Congress, Senate, the White House staff, whatever, showed up wearing some shit like that to work, wearing fucking shorts and a hoodie, do you think that would be in her new, quote, unquote, dress code rights? I think not. I think a woman would be totally shit shamed and called out as fucking inappropriate if she did not lose her job. But this fucking jerk off, this six, eight fucking lurch motherfucker, he can wear a Carhartt hoodie and gym shorts to the Senate floor. I'm really fucking confused right now. (laughs) Bitch, get your wife to take you shopping. Okay. I just can't believe that this was allowed and practically glorified in the news. I mean, I guess Any press, negative press is press, right? But like, seriously, what's next? You're not going to be required to take a shower? Come to work at the White House, take a shower, don't take a shower? I mean, regular grooming practices? Like, this is how elementary we're getting here. These are life skills. Why does he get to opt out? I just don't get it. Grow the fuck up and get some decent clothes and show some respect. You're in the Senate. Show some respect. What is happening? Why is this allowed? I I just will never get it. In my opinion, in addition to that, I think when Mark Zuckerberg was first in the public eye years ago, in the beginning of the Facebook days, his company, I mean, he was what, 12 years old when this happened? I think he was like 28 or 30, if not younger. He dressed like shit in public. Black t-shirt, hoodie, jeans, fucking flip-flops, dad jeans. I mean, like people saw that and they were like, damn, he owns his own billion dollar company. He must be onto something here. And since then, and especially since COVID, people are jumping on the wear whatever the fuck you want to wear to work day, which is leaving people more confused than ever. What is appropriate to wear to work? I know what I think. What do you think? Make sure you let me know. Hit me up on Instagram or email me. Holly at Fashion Crimes Podcast or Holly at Holly Kat Styling. Let me know what you think. I want a special shout out. Thanks to Justine for writing in this week and stay tuned for next week as we have some client confessions coming up, which you are not going to want to miss. I worked with two clients last week out of town and boy, we had a great time. It was an amazing, life-changing experience for them and they're going to tell you all about it. So sign up for our newsletter. Send this to somebody you love. Make sure you are getting this podcast delivered straight to your inbox every single week. Make sure you buy the book. Join our YouTube. Subscribe to us. Make sure you're supporting me because I need it. Let's be honest. Okay. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support. This has been the Hostess with the Mostess, your favorite personal stylist, and as always, the only Holly you need to know. This has been the Fashion Crimes Podcast and we are out.